to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hype right now. Yeah. You know the ground is on. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game, you're feeling the growth It's time on the mat, we put in the work, believe it ain't easy, I know But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll, let's roll, let's roll. Welcome to episode 22 of the BJJ Campaign Podcast My name is Jeff Boone, I'm an A3, blue belt, one stripe And this is Phil Kors, A2, blue belt, no stripes so today we're going to talk about flow rolling. Yes. And while we're on the topic of flowing, when is your rap song coming out? When you sing the intro? When can we expect that? Um, you know, still working on it. Jeremiah and I, we're going to put some things together. Yeah. He's, uh, he's going to do the uh, production. It's on the only it. kind of flowing I care about at the moment. <laughs> I can flow with those lyrics. Yeah, you're exactly. right. Exactly. That's you're it. Right. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for that. Um. So, so what kind of got Phil and I on the topic of flow rolling um, was not only our flow roll last night in class, but also of a video I posted on the BJJ Campaign Facebook site. And that is, it's incredible. I've watched it like a thousand times. Uh, and it's uh, Cyborg, or Robert Abreu, uh, and Tom DeBlass uh, flow rolling. For a couple minutes, uh, highly, highly recommend you go check that out. It's amazing. The men are giant and they move like they're ballerinas. Yeah, it's cool. Don't talk to me about cool, Phil. <laughs> You've only watched the video once, and I don't, I don't know, I, I don't understand it. I watch a lot of different videos. That's really not an excuse. Yeah, I watched it once, and it looks exactly the same as when I flow roll. It. Does not at all. In look. my head, I look just like Cyborg. <laughs> well, um, okay. All right. Cyborg well, also refuses to leave the closed guard. I've seen it. So. <laughs> that, that, ladies and gentlemen, is not at all true. Yes. By, by any means. Um, but yeah. So, so Phil. Uh, let's what what do you see as the benefits of flow rolling? And I, I mean, I know this has a been a hot topic. Some people say, "Oh, no flow rolling, flow rolling." Uh, but for you, what what are the benefits? I like it a lot. Well, both ways actually. On Sundays, we typically warm up with the flow roll, which I like because it's you know moving a little bit without you know too much stress on yourself, I guess. And last night, used it as like a cool down. So, you know, I guess similar to stretching, uh, it's idea, you know, where you get to move and basically experiment too, right? Cause it doesn't really matter. You're not hunting for submissions. It's more about just constantly moving. And that's one of the biggest issues, uh, we were talking about, I believe yesterday when I was saying, you know, I want to get a lot better at those transitions in between, in between passing and like recovering guard and. You know, it's like sometimes I feel like I'm about to get side control on somebody who's way better than me. And next thing I know, they're it's gone. You know, I feel like I'm there and then they transition out. And that's something I'd really like to work on. So in the flow roll, it gives you the opportunity to actually do that. Um, and if you don't, it doesn't matter, right? There's not going to be that 
minute long smash at all. It's the idea is to continue to move. So all you're practicing pretty much is those transitions. You don't want to stay in the same spot for more than a few seconds and you're not trying to muscle anything. So it's all movement. It's all technique. It's, it's cooperation without just laying there necessarily. Like you're not just going to be a dead person. Um, but you're trying to give realistic reactions while while uh, not resisting too much. So mm-hmm. it's it's like a uh, it's like drilling, but in a more fluid in a more uh, lab setting. Open uh, open drilling or open fluid drilling. I don't, I don't know exactly the best way to say it other than flow roll, but yeah, that's that's kind of the idea and. I I really enjoy doing it, you know? Like, I almost want to say I don't think we do enough of it, but I think we do, because we do it every Sunday. Yeah, I agree. So I think we do it a good amount um, and can kind of kind of sort of do it when either we roll or when we roll with certain people to maybe not for the whole round, but for portions of it, um, just to get that practice in, because otherwise you're kind of locking yourself in um, to just trying to do what you think is going to work you know, um, or trying to lock yourself into whatever you're trying to work on where the flow roll opens it up that, you know, it's going to work, but you're also going to get the hiccup. Like, I think I tried that. Uh, so the other day, I believe it was Tuesday, um, did defenses to when, uh, somebody is trying to stack past you Mm -hmm. and one of them was kind of twisting your hips and your knees to the side to make yourself heavy and then circling, uh, if they post their leg up, circling your uh, leg out and then hooking under their um, thigh with your foot. And then the elevator sweep is right there. Right. So I had tried that a bunch of times at all sparring class. And then it took until the flow rolling where I actually grabbed the wrist of uh, the person because, uh, you know, they don't want to get swept. They're posting with it. Um, but it took the flow roll for me to see what was happening and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's cool to, to do it both ways. I think it's, I think it's super important to, to roll hard and I think it's important to full roll and experiment. No, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. And, and the other thing just for the listeners out there, it's not that we're not, it's not that we're not trying, uh, uh submissions. You can move on it, it, whenever you flow roll, it's a catch and release kind of thing. And what I find valuable is, you know, like whenever I was going with Eric last night, we got in a lot of positions that was really good. Yeah. And um, and we were both doing transitions to arm bars, but immediately we knew on the arm bars we were going to practice our hitchhiker escape every single time. Yeah. Right? So every single time whenever we were doing it, we're, get, we're building that muscle memory so that whenever we do get into that situation of a late arm bar defense – we're gonna have we're gonna have that muscle memory to go on, um, so that's what that's what I really liked about it. I, th- I think that was really cool. Also, um, you know, my new my new triangle is now the omoplata. Mm-hmm. I've decided aside from also working on turtle position for the next month, I'm I'm gonna take a couple months to really dig into and try to figure out the omoplata. Yeah. Uh, uh, for my in in really instituting my game. That was another nice thing. Last night I got to look at and look at entries into that whenever we're we're doing that. So, um, yeah. and it 
and, and when you're talking about the armbar escapes and stuff like that, it's almost like in judo where when training that, you, you know, everybody wants to like throw the guy, but that's the easy part. Yeah. The hard part is getting into the position, the setting injuries. it up and, and loading the weight or, you know, just getting into the position. So you do it, you know, three or four times and throw on the fifth one. You know? Yeah. That's, that's kind of the idea with like the flow rolling um, when you're getting into the positions. Like the, the hard part is getting into position to, to get a submission. Like, cranking it on or whatever, once you have it, is the easy part. Yeah. It's not necessary really for that. Yeah, granted, obviously you're going to practice that in another setting but yeah. but you're absolutely right in the flow roll it's it is not about that at all it's it's about getting into those entries and figuring out the best way to get into those entries and setups as well right you know? yeah um so so if you guys haven't checked it out I really I really 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 want to see a bunch of people going on that BJJ campaign Facebook site and looking at that Tom DeBlass and Cyborg flow roll. It's incredible. You know, if you watch it, you can leave a comment if you don't like it, but I guarantee you're going to like it. It's, it's incredible to see those guys move like that. Um, uh, and, and kind of do the intensity of matching of what, what each of them is doing, which is a very low intensity role with a lot of positions. Yeah, but like they defend. So yeah. if he starts to get in a certain position, he, he moves away or defends it, or tries to recover a guard. Does something magically that I don't know about. Yeah, there's, I'm sure there's a few things in there that I missed. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, just watching it once, I've watched it a hundred times and I'll see something new every time. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so... So let's talk about that intensity matching, right? Because sometimes whenever we do the Sunday rolls and we're doing the flow roll and then somebody starts to ramp up and ramp up and ramp up. Yeah, it's super common, right? Like, yeah. uh, I guess it's probably just pure ego um, where you don't like where this is going. Uh, and, oh man, what did they say? Uh, I forget who was saying it, but I heard something about like, so they take up the intent oh uh, yeah yeah i think it was jeremy saying you're just resisting and then you're just going to be tired you know yeah kind of that falls into that but yeah the intensity matching so starting off slow and then one person doesn't like the direction it's headed and they're they just kind of try to ramp it up to try to get back to a better position or or get out of whatever's happening and and get somewhere else and that defeats the purpose because then just, in my opinion, it's super rare that you are going to turn up the intensity that much just for the technique to work better. Because I never hear like that during the instruction, like this is where you just like leave it all out there. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that's like, that's, that would, wouldn't it be hilarious though if John did say that? Um, listen, this one, you're going to really strain your grain this time. All right? You're going to really put every single bit of muscle uh, into this move. Uh, no, that never happens. So, especially during the flow roll, or, you know, like when it's getting to that bad spot, do whatever and kind of, what I like to do a lot of times is just see what happens, you know? Um, all right, what, you, what is he going for? Where, where is this going? Why is he, like all my weight's feeling this way, I want to push back, I know he wants me to go that way, but I don't know what's going to happen, so let's see. Yeah. Because who cares? Yeah. And also, I want to know. 
because like uh, rolling with Garrett, he was doing all this weird stuff and it was really cool. So it's like, yeah, he's kind of sweeping me. I'm going to kind of go with it because I'm going to get swept anyway. You yeah. Know? Boy, you didn't have a choice, but like you could have could have expended a lot of energy yeah. trying not to be swept and still be swept or you could go with it and figure something I out. I want to see what he's doing. I, I'm interested like because then once I know what he's going for, maybe then I can defend it cuz like right now I I can't. I'm just going to be tired and it's going to be terrible. So it's like let me figure out what's happening and then learn. You know, that's the whole the whole point. But yeah, that, the intensity gets turned up and then both people kind of tend to do it. I think, um, especially if they're remotely close in skill level. Well, that's when it happens, right? That that's when it happens is is a that ego gets involved. You're you're closer in skill level, uh, you know. You you ramp it up, and then the other other person then in turn in order to match the intensity, and that's what you do in a role, right? I mean, if someone if someone is is you know goes from thirty to ninety percent, then You've got to do that same thing to just simply defend yourself. Yeah. You know? Um, so, so that, I guess that's a good, good segue into, um, you know, kind of the new segment that we're, we, we were talking about. And that is just picking a couple of articles or slash videos that are out there um, that we read, we will share on the Facebook page as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Chad Hardy video of rolling with the spaz. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's pretty good. It gives some really solid details. I, I, all his stuff I, I kind of enjoy. Um, but what he's saying is, is especially whenever you got someone who's maybe newer to training, right? I mean, they don't, they probably don't know a lot, but they, they might have, uh, they might have physical attributes. They might be a CrossFitter. They might be a an ex wrestler. Uh, you know, gotta some, watch out for those D one wrestlers. Gotta, gotta watch out for. <laughs> and uh, uh, but to be able to roll safely, because yeah. that's what you want to do, right? I mean, um, you've got to defend yourself, and also whether they know it or not, kind of protect themselves from themselves. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so Chad, Chad Hardy was saying, you know, if you're going in on stand up, you know, and somebody's kind of a little spazzy, make sure to close the distance. You know, he, he did a, a typical body fold to, to take him down to, and to stay in close. That was really what he was saying is the distance is not your friend if somebody's spazzing. You want to keep them close. So, although then that makes them sometimes even more uncomfortable. Right. And I think um, a lot of the stuff in the video is really important. And it's, while they're not intentionally like striking, they're hitting you in the face. So a lot of the stuff that it's covering is related to all the self-defense stuff we do of keeping your head in tight and managing distance and stuff like that. I thought it was, I thought it was cool because it's a, it's a different way to train um, the self-defense and the striking when like. Yeah, they're not intentionally trying to like punch you in the face when they get to the ground, but like I've need people in the face. I feel terrible when I do it, and I'm not yeah. doing it intentionally. I'm just trying to like recover my guard, but I just don't have the body control and awareness. I, I feel like I'm getting better, but it still happens, you know. But, yeah, uh, you were never really spazzy. I was spazzy, but, but you were never really spazzy. I've, I've 
still need people in the face and you just feel terrible, you know, but it kind of goes, uh, goes right along with the self-defense ideas of how to protect yourself and control the other person. I thought it was really cool. That's really a good point. I, I didn't even think of it in that manner, but you're, you're absolutely right to, to have those principles of keeping them in close, keeping your head tucked so that they can't, you know, get any distance there to strike again. They're not because all the strikes are accidental, but at the same time, it's probably what's going to happen. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He'd mentioned that, that, you know, the, the, uh, whenever, and, and this is what happens too, right? was whenever you're with someone that that's new, you try to let them work, right? You try, you try to let them, but you've got to work within the confines of being safe with yourself and keeping them safe as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, really, the one guy like passed his guard and kind of like spun and just like elbowed or punched him and almost knocked his tooth out. Need and, and did knock his tooth out. Did not, okay. did knock his tooth out. Yeah, need him in the face and knock his tooth out. <laughs> so, I watched the video, I was wearing the mouth guard again last night. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't worn it for a couple weeks. That's probably, <laughs> probably a good idea. I don't do it, but it's probably a good idea to always wear, uh, always wear the mouth guard. Um, other things, you know, and he mentions this as well in the video is that, that whenever, whenever you're with someone who's like that, it is incumbent upon the, the person who's been training longer to tell them, Hey, and it's okay to do this too, by the way, that it, and, and you should do it. It is say, Hey, calm down, you know? Take it easy. This is, you know, this is training here. You know, one that I like to use is just breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, that really helped me when John told me that whenever I was spazzy. And, um, and you know, for your own safety and to be able to stay on the mats, if, if you don't feel comfortable with where that's going and if it doesn't, if they don't calm down and say, hey, it's cool. You know, I'm going to move on. I'm we're not rolling anymore. If if you feel you're perfectly, you, you've got the right to do that and refuse a roll. Yeah. Uh, and even stop a roll in the middle of it. Hopefully it doesn't come to that. Hopefully you can, you can communicate with your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, because nobody knows. I mean, I, I didn't know, you know, until, until Ryan or John or somebody told me, you know, Hey, calm down. You're spaz. You right. Know? And I like Jocko's, uh, when he tells him to relax, and then goes, relax harder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that reminds me of that role that he did with that fancy yeah. blue belt. <laughs> you gotta relax one way or another. Mm-hmm. Oh, he relaxed all right in a crucifix on the border of a submission for five minutes. Um, <laughs> but but really enjoyed that. Uh, Chad... Chad the Beast Hardy, uh, he's got some good stuff out there. Good, uh, um, we should follow his YouTube channel. He's got a lot of good stuff out there. Um, so the second article is uh, is by Billy Edlin, and it's train weakness but display strength when it matters. What were your take homes from this, Phil? Yeah, I just need to stop uh, saying I'm gonna get out of the closed guard, and I need to start getting out of the closed guard. It's the same thing I take away from everything related to jiu-jitsu, and then I just never do it. For the listeners, Phil, been, Phil's been really practicing his sweeps um, the last month or two. Um, but he hasn't really been practicing his, 
practicing his sweeps because he doesn't commit to a sweep. He just then goes back to collar chokes and arm bars. In my defense, though, I, I started attacks. trying to do collar chokes uh, with another part of the gi. So it's completely different and exactly the same. And I've made no progress on my sweeps. Thoughts? It's a collar choke. So it is the same. No matter how you set it up, it's the same. It's a collar choke. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's that baseball choke that you're working on. Doesn't matter if it's the cross collar choke that you're working on. It's just still a collar choke. Yeah. Get over it. Get over it, man. You're good at it. It's fun. So I'm not. You good choke at it. people out. I feel like I can be way better at it. That's your A game, Phil. Yeah. It's not good enough though, you know. And it's a lot of fun. It's, agreed. Yeah. A- agreed. That is. It is fun. However. Yeah. No. I've been saying for. I feel like maybe November um, yeah. about was when I was like, yeah, I'm going to totally change up. Um, Sweep top game. Yes. That's what I re- recall. Yeah. Sweep top game. It's harder than I don't think I've seen you sweep it. Ooh, I saw you sweep somebody in the floor roll last night. Yep, that was good. Yeah, thank good you. Good job. Yeah. And we were nogi, so you couldn't really do a collar joke. That's also <laughs> part of this one thing I like about nogi a lot is that all I can try to do is triangles. <laughs> Snow collars. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm glad you. I really am glad you brought that up because, you know, Billy talks about in here, and this is an important principle for everyone is that that whenever you're you're training at the academy, yeah, you might be competition training, and that's a different mindset, right? You're gonna. You're going to drill and train your A game with that goes along with your game plan that you're planning for your tournament, mm-hmm. right? That's that's what you're going to do. But whenever whenever you're not focusing on competing, that B and C game should be what you're playing almost exclusively in all your roles. And 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 you know I I got to thinking about this because because I always thought well you know what whenever I go up against John, our professor. I'm going to bring my A game, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, how, does, how does that work? That'll show him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how does that work? Not well. Yeah. So why wouldn't, why wouldn't I just go ahead and try the stuff that I'm working on? Mm-hmm. You know, it's none of it's going to work. Yeah. So it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. And so it kind of, whenever I read this article, it kind of made me, rethink you know hey whenever i'm going against such and such who's of a similar or higher skill than me i'm going to bring my a game so that i can practice refining that see where that technique breaks down i think that's applicable in some respects yeah you know i I think it is but why not why not try that b game because guess what what's going to happen is you're going to get passed by the people who are better or or near the same skill as you Mm -hmm. and you're going to learn how to better recover when you're doing that. So your game, that B game and your recovery game's coming up. Yeah. Right? You know? Um, so that was that was kind of what, what I thought about whenever I read the article. Yeah. Well, luckily for me, my entire thing is a weakness. So I'm, I'm working on all of True. it. True. Nailed it. True. You got a, you got a B minus game in that lapel joke. <laughs> The uh, 
Yeah, no, we were talking and I, I was saying the sweeps for me, the only time I do get them is when people over-defend. Uh, like a choke or a triangle or whatever. Uh, Shocker. Yeah. So Shocker, you actually set up a sweep with an attack? Yeah, yeah. So this wow. Was, this was mind-blowing to me. Wow. Realizing that. That is yeah. mind-blowing. Yeah. So, um, folks, if you're new to jujitsu and didn't know, that's actually what you do yeah. is you set up one move from another move, whether it be a sweep to an attack or an attack to a sweep or yeah, so a I only, defense to I a defense. I only, uh, try to do the attacks. <laughs> <laughs> the sweeps don't work for me. So that's why. Unless you really attack hard and commit to the sweep and then it works. Yes. Yeah, that's what we were talking about, remember? Really interesting concept. Like when we roll, you don't defend anything because none of the attacks are good enough. So then the terrible sweep attempt doesn't work either. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Put this all together. So <laughs> what I'm going to do about it is just try to get better. More collar chokes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the, that's the entire plan. It's really good. You should work on your <laughs> collar chokes. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, Phil, you're right. You've got to commit to it. You, you got, you got to attack to sweep, you know, you know, the attacks and you, you just got to commit to the sweep because you do have to commit to being on top more. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, it seems like say, you're not really taking this seriously. This they, conversation they that we're say, having. Uh, they say all. admitting it is like the first problem or the first step. <laughs> <laughs> first step in the solution to the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh. I feel like it, I haven't had enough time. Like, four months isn't enough time for me to read. We're on episode 22. I feel like at episode 32, we're still going to be talking about this. Yeah, man. Probably <laughs> forever. I'm probably never going to just get good at it, you know? I doubt that. I doubt that. You'll eventually come around. You'll eventually come around. So, um, maybe. Maybe not. Um so, so yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, is, and again, we're, we're looking at, uh, a couple things, you know, like I said, I'm my, my triangle, for those of you that don't know, I worked on my triangle, my triangle's getting better. I was fortunate enough to, um, go up and train with the guys at Forge Fitness, um, Billy Dally's team up there in Raleigh this past week. We're going to have, um, uh, both Billy and, and Boomer on uh, the BJJ Campaign podcast um, here in the near future. So we're really looking forward to that. But but Billy, it was super cool. I don't know if I even told you about this, but we did, he did the triangle, but we weren't allowed to use the hands. It was drilling the triangle, and you're not allowed to use the hands. Have you ever done that? Yeah, because I'm bad at the triangle and I don't do it right. That's why the triangle doesn't work. Not successfully, but I've yeah not pulled on the head or moved the arms. No, not even touched the arms. You know the, the you have the the your opponent has your arms. You spread your arms out. You kind of make space. Go down. Point your knee and your toe down, and then go up and over to get the triangle, and then adjust with the with the foot on the hip, and then close. And I thought that was really cool. So that was a 
That was a really cool drill that hopefully will Oh, be I thought drillable. you meant try to finish the triangle without like moving his arm over. No, 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 no. No, it's out. actually drilling the triangle, not utilizing your hands for okay, any of the yeah, setup. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I it was, understand. It was yeah. super cool and it was uh, we'll we'll do it. We'll do it one time just practicing cuz it really does teach you that entry, you know, and and Billy's kind of um similar to me except a lot better jujitsu and that is that he has short legs he's six feet tall he has short legs on the yeah. body just like i do um so so it was really cool to see that so all that to say that that my triangle was um really horrible and now it's not as horrible yeah uh, because i've been working on it and um and so i'm going to kind of do the same thing with the omoplata and just an update where is the omoplata what do you mean where is the omoplata where are you with it? I'm terrible at it. Like how terrible? I mean, uh, I can barely get in the position sometimes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe not as horrible as my triangle was, but really close. Okay. Yeah, really close. And in flow rolling, I did it like 20 times. You know, so it got me that entry, you know, whenever we were doing that flow roll, it got me that entry point of that and that was great because then you know whenever we were flow rolling like Eric he was just rolling through it obviously yeah. you gotta reach around and catch the hip before they roll, roll roll through but I thought that was really cool and a couple times I did reach around and catch the hip and we both rolled through yeah why are you smiling no reason so is it that, because I've had a lot of coffee no no okay the uh yeah that the I like that position too um, but I, I struggle with it and I kind of, I get lost a lot. And when I've drilled it a few times, I do like it and it seems natural. And I, I think I'm going to get there eventually because of all the triangles and whatnot that I'm usually in. Uh, I feel like that's a good transition for me. Um, I just, I haven't, I haven't drilled it enough to be confident in like what to do and whatever. Cool. So we'll both get better at it. Yeah. I'm excited for you to kind of figure some stuff out so we can. Listen, so Phil, can. I can't. It can't be just me always giving here. You got to. You're gonna have to take point on Omoplata. Wow. Yeah. So that went from being your position to. Yeah. Now it's flipped on you, buddy. Okay. It's fine. Phil's taking point on Omoplata, folks. So we're both gonna get better at it. Yeah. Can't get worse. <laughs> I mean, maybe we could if we stopped training for like a year, and but that's just not gonna happen. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, no, it can't get worse. You're right. You're right. Um, so, cool. We got a new experiment. Let's update the listeners on our old experiment. The turtle? Turtle position. Yeah, we kind of accidentally figured out uh, how to get out of the turtle position. Um, we can't attack it, though. We still suck at that. Yeah, yeah, but we're better off than where we were. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been practicing. Yep. Um, so for Sundays, uh, we've been drilling turtle when we work together in the positional, um, kind of found that just rolling away and trying to recover guard is our, is our best bet. Um, after actually seeing it in a class, uh, setting, I found that I believe in the sport situations, what happens is they try to stay in the turtle. So that's where most of the attacks come from because when we were just drilling it, both of us just tried to recover guard immediately. And I was like... Yeah, because I don't want to be in turtle. I was like, how do you attack this? Because they're just like... I feel like I would almost have to try to hold you there to then attack. And that's just not going to happen. 
So I kind of put two and two together super quickly, like I always do, that, uh, <laughs> that they must be trying to stay there defensively like it's a almost like a resting, strategic resting position or something where they're just not trying to get the guard passed and they're just trying to stay there for a bit. So then you can attack it. Um, like you keep your weight on them and all, but from, from that point, you you know, they're trying to stay there. If they do just try to recover the guard, they had uh, one where we just rolled over, which is one uh, you had come up with. Um, I argued with you, thought it was stupid. I was wrong, you know, shocker. Uh, you know, then we went over in class and I was like, that's a really good idea. I should tell Jeff about that. And then... Uh, and I was super bummed because I had strep throat whenever that class was going on. Yeah. And then you you obviously right away after, yeah. immediately, you I don't even think you were in your car yet outside of the academy. You were like, hey, guess what we did? I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, you probably did fucking turtle position. And uh, and you're, you're like, yeah, you're right, we did. I was like... Sucks. So yeah, no, it's cool though. A little bit better of an idea of what to do there. Um, so we'll figure it out. But they did a lot of crucifix stuff off of it, which I really liked. That's another kind of idea from when I'm on top of, of more maintaining and whatnot. If I can control an arm with my legs, would be obviously super helpful. So just another one of the fifty things I'm trying to work on whenever I do get out of the close guard. So, in other words, none of the things that you're working on. Because you're working on closed guard. It would progress a lot faster if I would leave the the guard. Yeah, I'm aware. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, So, Phil, let's mention some upcoming events. How about that? Yeah. uh, Well, Good Fight is going to be March 16th. I'll be there uh, in Huntersville competing. I'll be there cheering you on. A couple other people. Submission only? Yeah. Yeah, and good. then the overtime is kind of working from the submissions. So I think you start. I think the first one's the back, then the arm bar, like spider web kind of position, mm-hmm. and then the triangle. And they're not. They don't time it, uh, which I kind of like because I feel like a lot of that would be. Well, it's just you escape or you get it right. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, I that's kinda the like that better criteria than, than trying to race out. But you know whatever. Um, so that's how that one's gonna go. Uh, March thirtieth is the Toro Cup. 13, yeah. So we'll be there. Uh, Joey's going to be competing. Samantha Seff uh, competing. I believe yeah. Vernon uh, Kirk. Kirk will be competing. Yep. And a bunch of people. I Chris Luter, a bunch of people. Forgetting. Um, so we'll be there for that and doing a couple podcasts with uh, Boomer, who, who puts the Toro Cup on, and, and Billy Dowie uh, that same weekend. So that'll be fun. No, I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, that's March 30th. Hopefully... And then April 6th is the New Breed, I think. Is that it? The Carolina, the, where is it? It's, I don't know. There's one April 6th, but I don't remember. Is it in Greenville? No, it's closer than that. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't go that far. Okay. The South Carolina? No, it's in North Carolina. I'm sure it's yes. in Concord. Oh, okay. I'm King, sure it's in one of, those, King one of those Concord uh, venues. Okay. All right, good. Um, so yeah, that's the upcoming events where, where you, you can see us, um, you know, if you want to and, um, uh, tell them how they can, they can help us out, Phil. Um, they can Support. give us more topics to talk about. We love that. I like that a lot. Uh, Instagram is 
blowing up. It's the place to be. 116 followers. It's the place to be for sure. Um, BJJ Campaign Podcast. A uh, little bit of Twitter going on. I'm slowly working that up. I don't uh, tweet as much. I like Instagram better. Um, I think it's at BJJ Podcast on Twitter. And then... Okay. Oh, that's a pretty good handle. At BJJ Podcast? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. We're the only one. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> uh, Facebook, share share stuff you like, comment, obviously. And and go see that flow-rolling video yeah. with Tom DeBlast and Cyborg. It's unreal. Please, please, I implore you, I beg you. I'm begging them, Phil. Go see it. It's incredible. Yeah. You're going to watch it 20 times. Yeah. And if it's you don't only like, two and a half minutes. I mean, video. if you don't like flow-rolling, I mean, I kind of get that. Um, maybe... I don't get it. Why? I don't get it. Why do you kind of get it? I don't get it either. But I think that would help you understand the benefit if you see how many positions and how much they get done in two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. I I think, yeah. I think it's super important to do. Yeah, I do too. And um, also, I don't have have the, the shirt on today, but you can go and... Uh, go to our website, I guess. I guess is that can. what they're calling them now? Yeah, a website. Our website to get to the BJJ campaign. Sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, if you like us, like us on Facebook, like us on on iTunes, Podbean, subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends to subscribe. Say, hey, you know, we got this uh, these two idiots that do this podcast. Uh, but they're kind of funny to make fun of whenever they're doing the podcast. And by the way, before I forget, the congratulations to Russell. I'm glad you mentioned that. He's training with us tonight. You know that? Is it? No, yeah. I didn't know that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so uh, shout out to my boy, Russell Partain, uh, part of the old guard, the OG. Uh, Russell was one of the first people who I influenced to uh, start jujitsu. And uh, he just received his blue belt. I could not be more proud. Um, that's a that's a, a big accomplishment. And Russell is even older than I am. I'm not going to let the audience know how much older, but it's not insignificant by the amount older he is than me. So, um, so yeah, big, big ups, big congratulations to, to my boy Russell. Super happy about that. And you got Derek, who's... On his way. He's on his verge. Really He's on well. the verge. He's getting really I've good. got I've got like six people thinking about it, which I feel like is way better than I was a couple months ago. So yeah. my resolution of getting one person in that door. You just gotta it's get gonna them happen. over that threshold. It's gonna man. happen. I'm gonna get somebody in there to do it. I know, but you know what sucks is that that you know, for for the listeners out there, we have a program that if you bring someone in and they get the blue belt, you I don't know, you get like a free membership or something. I don't Oh, it's a discount or something. A discount or something. A discount or something. I'm just going to get somebody in there. And I know. I want to get somebody, but neither of those, Derek nor yeah, oh, Russell, yeah, yeah, train yeah, with yeah. us. Yeah. You know? But but they do come in and train with us, you know, periodically. Like yeah. Russell is tonight. Like Derek does most Sundays. Um, so, uh, anything else, Phil? I think that's it. I'm going to go watch some uh, on the plot of videos. It's a good idea. <laughs> It's a good idea. And, uh, you know, for the audience out there, what? That's going to be my suite. 
I'm applauding. It's going to be your sweet? It's going to be my sweet. You're going to have to not do lapel chokes first. I'm going to so. transition from the lapel choke to the triangle to that, and I'll use that to sweep. Mm. All right. I like it. Similar to the same way I was like that, uh, what, what would you call that we did last night where you, where you dragged the arm across? No, I think it's just a a, a, a collar tie arm drag. Okay. So that, for me, is how you get right into the guillotine. What do, what do we do from the guillotine? We fall into the closed guard. Boom. Elaborate guard pulse. I'm all about that. Great those. elaborate guard pulse. I need pull. like nine steps to my guard pulse. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, for the audience out there listening, thank you. We appreciate you. Um, give us your suggestions. And uh, if you're not out there doing something better, get out there and do it. Phil and I, we choose jiu-jitsu and we hope you do too. Sing it. <laughs> I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hyped right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it goes. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game, you're feeling the growth. It's time on the mat, we put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll.